0: my passion for my art and creativity allows me to be fulfilled i started walking around with a camera and then i came across like this really ethereal place hi i'm danquees johnson also known as Dan Crease creation llc and you're getting all the tea on verse tv i'll be here all week please comment like share and subscribe For
1: music here if you hear my voice you know what that means it's time for All The T with Verse TV here right now I'm here interviewing Mr. Dan Queese also known as Dan Queese Johnson Music here for the first time sharing this, sharing this time with us and opening up to us about himself and his life and his music and all of, the, that's all of us Dan Queese so without further ado I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I want to say hello to Dan Queese how you doing Dan Queese hello how y'all how you doing y- 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 yes you're in the building appreciate it so much I uh, yeah, that's awesome. You know what? We're here, you know, to give a touch to the people that want to do what they love to do, especially in the LGBT community and that's you're one of those people. And so we shout out to you. And so let's get right into it. First and foremost, who is Dan Cleese Johnson? Like who are you? Like for those of you who've never know who don't know anything about you, give me a one and two, three sentence about who you are so people can understand a little bit more about who you are.
0: Okay. Well, Dan Quest Johnson is. I'm first and foremost. I'm a visual artist. I'm a visual artist. I'm an expressive person. Um, I'm. I'm also a music publisher. So um, I actually uh, created, you know, Dan Quest Johnson music to express, you know, sound. Um, experimental sound and things like that. Um, I'm also a painter, you know what I mean? Like, I earned my BFA at Rosemont College, which is the sister school next to Villanova. Um, <laughs> yeah, I started my master's degree, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm still, you know, working those things out. But, um, Queen Johnson Music is, um, a publisher. So, I came into music, um, to specifically go for, um, the business side of music. You know what I mean? And then the rapping, and the, the the rapping came later. So, uh, um, I actually created music to, uh, to reach out to businesses, to platforms like, like yourself, like Burst T, you know what I mean? Like, so you, if you need music that is already licensed and clear, you know what I mean? If you're working on a feature-length film, if you're a corporate manager and, you know, for video corporate, um, presentations and stuff like that, you have to pay royalties to, you know, the people who are creating the music. So that's, that's who I am. So I started off as, um, a music publisher, um, specifically to be specific, yeah.
1: All right, now anyway, I'm being a publisher. That's where you get money from. That's who gets the money. Okay, so I get it. I understand. Nothing wrong with that at all. Shout out to you. And, first and you. foremost, I know if people can um, I'm gonna look you up online. is decreased Creations LLC. Can you talk a little bit about what would I find? Because that's the main place to find you. What would I find about? What, what 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 is it that about what you do on there as far as being a creator that's most important about that particular thing? So I know you do music, and know you do a couple things. I'm going to get into you being a visual artist and some other things later. But if they go to your Instagram and they look you up, what is it that they see? What is it that they expect to see? Uh, the, the first thing that you'll see is the music. The first thing that you'll see is that
0: um, you'll see me networking with, you know, some people in the industry. You know, you'll see me... Um, you know, you'll see you'll see that on my Instagram. So it's D Q U I S L L C um and then my other Instagram is D Creation, D A N Q U I S Creation underscore. Um you'll see you'll see both of it, but um the, the music, you'll see that first, you know what I mean? Because that's what um I've, you know, became an entity as first, you know what I mean? I'm an artist first and foremost, but that's that's exactly what you'll see. So you'll see, um I I made like um um, a bunch of um, instrumental albums specifically for other artists to use and um,
1: for uh, for um, other artists other you know business entities and things like that nice so um, before we get into um, your music and some other things I want to get into where are you from, where are you from? what's your background you know talk, talk, talk to me a little bit about that just you know i like to know where people are from where, where am I originally from mm-hmm. where are you from where are you live near like you know what's your background a little
0: bit Okay, I was born and raised in Coachville, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? Like, my influence is heavily in Philadelphia. The people that I've networked with in Philadelphia are, I I mean, the music industry are from Philly. You know what I mean? So, um, and, you know, the college I went to was, you know what I mean? It was on the mainland. line. It was outside of Philly. You know what I mean? So all of my artistry and stuff like that comes from, like, the Philly sound. And not only that, Philly just supported me, um... They, they just supported me, you know what I mean. Like they just gravitated to—I mean, I gravitated towards them—and they just supported me. And I was, you know, I was surprised and I was happy with the reaction. But yeah, so yeah, so I'm—I'm mean, I'm born and raised in Coachville, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm, you know, my my artwork is heavily in, influenced in Philly.
1: Gotcha. So let's talk about your album, Dreaming and Striving. That's your actual album that you got out right now. People can purchase it can look it up. I'm talking a little bit about your inspiration for
0: that. For Dreaming and Striving. Yes, sir. Yes. Oh yeah, dreaming and striving was actually—that's a very raw. Like, um, my writing comes from—I've been writing since I was twelve years old. So I've never formed formed it into a song until like you know until until that. But um, um, it's just about dreaming and striving. Is about um, it's about you know persevering over things and living your dreams despite what other people would think. You know what I mean? It's about being genuine while you're doing that also, and it's about like not putting other people down while you're you know in pursuit in your pursuit of happiness, if you will, you know what I mean like, so yeah, <laughs> and, come on, fire motivate people. Come
1: on now. that's what I'm talking about. Yes, I love that I love that. I'm thank you, thank um, you, thank you you're welcome and then, and then so let's get to it you're a visual artist and this is something that you said out of your mouth you said yes i'm a visual artist it's a great way to get a um, feel of who i am i was born an artist and everything i do is from an artist perspective artist right. becomes first right boom period that part let's talk a little bit about that you're, you're a visual artist what does that mean what is a visual artist in the sense of you um visual artists
0: like um i'm a visual artist so every all music that I've done, I've, I've created. I created my um, my album covers. You know what I mean? Whether it's a single, or, uh, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like visual artists, I was actually, I actually have synesthesia. You know what I mean? So like before I could even talk speak or write, Like I was able to draw people and paint and, and do things like that. So that's just innate. You know what I mean? Like, it's just innate, and it runs on my dad's side of the family. So, um, actually, there's a song that I created. It's called um, Black Socrates. And the um, album cover of the Black Socrates is an original painting that I did. And that original painting is an abstraction of um, African, um, god, uh, African folklore god uh, Behagande. And, and they call him Behagande. So I had went to Puerto Rico and I met um, this artist named Samuel Lind. He's, he's, he's a famous artist, you know what I mean? And um, across the street was a family selling. um, He had a a bunch of paintings of behigantes. and then um, uh, so um, I was inspired to make abstractions of that. So my artistry is um, an abstraction of nature and an abstraction of you know and and, um, things like that. But yeah. Synesthesia is like synesthesia is like. like people who can hear like they like when they hear sounds they can see color. Actually, you know the show Empire? When he had like when he had like I think he had like that brain injury or something like that, like when um the psychiatrist said like he was he was they didn't know what he was doing. They was like, Oh, he's painting, he's making music actually. Yeah, you know? but he was like, he looked like he was just doing something in the air. You know what I mean? And naturally like um like some artists have it, but naturally like um musicians have it. So it's like Yeah, so Got you. Okay, cool. So that that came about. That came about actually during my art show um, at Rosemont College. We had to do a final art show, and um, I actually, you know, the the critic there, she said, she looked at all my artwork. She just stood there and looked at all my artwork. They were being to saying something, and, it, and she said, "What kind of music do you listen to?" And I was like, "How did she know that I listen to music when I'm painting?" You know what I mean? Like, how how could she possibly know that? Because I actually am like very, when it comes to artwork, I'm very like. Nobody has seen me create artwork, not even my closest family members. They just see it done, you know what I mean? So I'm like, how, how could she possibly know that? You know what I mean? And then she was like, I think it might be synesthetic. And that, that's, how, uh, that's, how, um, that's how that came
1: about. Wow, that's what's up. Oh, yes, you know we learn to new every day, so thank you for that. Um, I know pop artist Billy Eyelash has it as well, so um, you're not the only one out here. Um, and so it's good to know that you know you're always speaking about things that you should be talking about that you know people need to know about. So thank you for educating us and that. Oh, talk yeah, about I people, people, people who I know in the industry. No, no, I'm just saying thank you for letting us know that, you know, sharing that with us, because I didn't know it was, and some of our listeners may have not known when it was either. So, thank you oh, for sharing oh, 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 you're welcome. Thank you. Oh,
0: yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for allowing
1: us, Jared, So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. I almost got in trouble. I was the head person, like, somebody, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing business, you know. Um <laughs> So, we're good. So, um, let's talk about you doing an experimental film. It's called Cornetta Bella. It's an R&B and instrumental dance performance video. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yes, Cornette de Bella Oh, okay, so,
0: like, the, the experimental film, like, at one point, so, when I, I started my master's degree, you know what I mean? I started my master's degree, and they were pushing me to, like, get off the canvas. You know what I mean? It was, like, you know, get off the canvas. They wanted us to experiment with other things. It was more about the process than it was about the, the aesthetics of the artwork. You know what I mean? So, um, I actually started to... I ended up fusing, I, I came across, doing one of my critiques, they told me to uh, record what I was doing. Whether I if, I, if I was painting or anything like that, they they implored that I do it. I don't know why they told me to do it, but I started doing it even after the semester that I wasn't I wasn't there. I just started, I picked up from what I learned, you know, when I stopped going. So, I found, um, so I, I started walking around with a camera, you know what I mean? And then, um, I started walking around with a camera and then I came across, like, this really ethereal place that I was at, uh, and then I saw it, I was like, oh my god, I gotta record here. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but i want to record here. So
1: I played the music, I played some music that I played that I, that I was working on, and then I, um...
0: I just started like dancing to it. You know what I mean? Like my mom my mom is an um, interpretive dancer. And like, so I grew up dancing, but she never like really like pursued her dream as a dancer. I saw you um, doing your thing. I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I like to dance. I do like to dance, but. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, put the camera here. I'm gonna go into the water because it's, it looks ethereal and the way the light was shining. I was just like, you know, I, I gotta do something here. And I did it and then I started editing out and I was like, Oh my god, I was like I really like this like and I was surprised at the reaction too that I got from it too. I was I was surprised at myself and I was surprised at
1: the reaction, so nice. Uh, clearly you've been getting these reactions and you're still doing it, so that means a lot. Um keep doing it clearly is you know, it's making waves. Um, literally. <laughs> um <laughs> So before we switch over to our, um, our the rest of our alti interview, which is the most important part, you know, this was all of the fun part of our interview. Um, I just want to, you know, where does your inspiration come from, and you know, but has this something like? Being a kid, I know, being someone who's creative, being a kid, I know, it's something that you see as a kid, like, I want to do this, I want to do that, and you just want to be creative. Your inspiration, where does it come from? Because you do a lot of a couple of different things, and, and, you know, to focus on one thing is a lot, so to be able to do all these different things, where does your inspiration come from? Um, my inspiration comes from, it comes from my mother, it comes
0: from my dad side of the family, who's just, like, my, uh, one of my, um... Like my great great grandma, she used to actually build. Um, she was a, she used to she was a sculptor, so she would make um, sculptures out of like bones and things like that. And um, my dad um, and his siblings, they're all singers. They're all fishermen. So like I grew up in nature. I grew up around singers. I'm not a singer, you know what I mean? But. Um, i took the um the visual art aspect of it you know what i mean and then my mom was my mom was just so expressive she' was in, she was an interpreter dancer she was she didn't do it professionally but um it's like it was encouraged for us like you know what i mean we were the like, I mean, I could, I could sit and play video games and watch TV and stuff like that, but if I wasn't expressing myself, it just didn't seem right. You know what I mean? Like, so... I
1: totally get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you relate, right? Yeah, you yeah, relate, totally right? Yeah, I totally get it. So it's like sometimes when there's things inside of you you want to do, you have to get it out. And if you don't get it out, you feel like, ah, I'm going crazy, so I totally get it. Especially when, I'm, I'm yeah. Especially when yeah, I totally get if it. If I don't get it out, I'm miserable. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I totally get it, yeah. If you are a creative person and you have process you totally get it. So, so let's move along a little bit to our, our, our last part of our interview. So first question about all the cheap questions is this. If you had all the money or power necessary, what would you do or, um, to change I mean, what would you do or change that you feel will be beneficial to the LGBT community? So let me say it one more time just in case my little list got a little trippy. <laughs> if you had all the money, and power necessary, what would you do to change um, that you feel will be the most beneficial for the LGBT community? Uh,
0: what would be most beneficial would be um, to um, create um, homes and buildings for homeless LGBTQ people. Especially ones of, especially black and Latino ones of color. Um, So I would do that. Like there would be like, if I had the money and the power, I would put all my money into it. You know what I mean? Like because the amount of problems that happen after that are astronomical. and They don't need to happen. You know what I mean? So, and not only that, the amount of violence that happens, especially to for trans brothers and sisters and stuff like that, probably wouldn't happen if they had somewhere safe to go. So that's what I would do. And I actually, I, I actually.
1: I, I hope to achieve that, you know. <laughs> well, you keep a for it because that would definitely make change in the world unless that's what we need. So keep that up. Keep that mentality in mind. The Bible says, speak things as not as they are. So put it out there so that we can make it happen. Amen? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> question number two is this. Starting with a quote. Ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me, what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for, and that's by Thomas Merton. But this is the actual question. What is your goal in life? What is slowing you from achieving, but well, first of all, before we get there, what is your goal in life? Let's just start with that. Uh, my,
0: goal, my goal in life, honestly, has always been to be a vessel to other people. I feel like I am lucky because my passion for my art and creativity allows me to be fulfilled, but it, 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 um, helps other people. So that's, that's my goal in life. I mean, I've, I mean, it's, it's a never ending goal. So it's like, it's never going to stop. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I have to keep doing it. It's God's work is bigger than me. So <laughs>
1: Amen to that I'm with you on that I'm on the same way I'm on the same path So I agree with you on that Come on I love that answer So now this, The second part To that Part B is this What is slowing you From achieving that goal I'm sorry Say it again What is slowing you From achieving that goal
0: Oh What is slowing me From achieving that goal Um I don't know if, I don't know If it's being slowed down But I think that Because it's a never ending Process that I always feel like I could be doing more I could be doing more I could be, Even if I'm like if I'm up here, you know what I mean. If I have, you know, you know, I have to worry about money or, you know, you know, I'm doing well and things like that. I feel like I'm still gonna have to do something else to help somebody, no matter what, like because it's, it's just something. Like I said, if it's bigger than you, it'll always be bigger than you, you know, because you're doing God's work. So, what can you do about it? But keep doing it. So if I if I stop or if I take a break, you know what I mean, like. It's because God
1: told me to sit still. So, amen. you're about to let me take up an offering now because you're about to be preaching now. (laughs) You're about to let me have to take up an offering, you know. Get a couple of dollars. We have to put this on live and go again because you know you're preaching right now. Around, you know, thank you, thank you for that. Social media needs it, um, so thank you. Um, the last question before we close out, um, get to the out is: What is your deepest tea? Hashtag deepest tea. <laughs> something that you never shared on social media before, but something that you're willing to share with us, of course. Oh, what I never shared on social media before,
0: and a lot of people, even my family members didn't know, like I was homeless when I started when I, when I started college and stuff like that, you know what I mean? When I started, and like towards the end of it or something like that, whatever. So that's why my, my goal for the first question is to like, to help people, you know what I mean? Not be homeless while they're trying to pursue their dreams. So that's my deepest, tea. Nobody's. thing. I've never came out and said that. Also, my other deepest tea is also, I've never been interviewed about my artwork. You know what I mean? I'm very private about it. So y'all are the first ones to even hear,
1: if it wasn't in the educational
0: setting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't, right here. Right, if it wasn't in an educational setting or if I wasn't being critiqued by um, like a professional critic, then I, you know what I mean? I would, I, you
1: know what I
0: mean? You would just see the done art, the finished artwork. That's it. You know what I mean? So that's my deepest tea. Well, shout out to
1: Mother All the teachers getting exclusives. That's how we do, y'all. You see my class? I have. We have class today. We getting all the exclusives up in here. here. Yes, yeah, so we have Vanquish Johnson music in the building. Thank you so much for being here. Again, Thank before you. we close out, of course we ain't going nowhere. We got more because you're gonna be here all week. Why? Because we got things to do. So, this, people, stay tuned because there's more. Uh, but uh, uh, on closing out. If there's anybody, anything you can say, there's someone out there that's listening or watching this interview that maybe like has some ideas, things they want to do, but, you know, maybe like not, that maybe in the LGBT community, but a little unsure about being okay with themselves and making it happen. What can you say to those people, or someone out there listening?
0: Oh, I say, I say to them, um, don't be afraid of who you are, and don't give up because. People like me, I just feel like if I seen someone who is LGBTQ and they were like haven't been like having a hard time in public, I'll stand up for them. And I think a lot of a lot of these kids don't know that. You know what I mean? I think a lot of them don't feel that. And a lot of them, it's crazy because our generation is like. I mean, I don't know how old everybody is, but like our generation, like, like I mean, I grew up with depression. You know what I mean? But but our generation, like, we weren't. These kids are committing suicide. They're just straight up doing it. You know what I mean? Like, they're just straight doing it at the age of, like, nine, eight, seven. You know what I mean? So, if I say that, if anything, if, if I'm going to talk to somebody, I'm going to talk to the young people. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm going to, like, just know that we here to fight for y'all. You know what I mean? So, I want y'all to hear that.
1: So. Boom. That part. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's a great way to end. That's a great way to wrap up. Thank you so much. Again, tell people where they can find you in case they want to look you up one more time.
0: You can find me on Instagram at dqueescreation, d q u i s l c, and then dqueescreation, D-A-N-Q-U-I-S, creation, underscore. Um, yeah, I'm also on Twitter, dqueescreation, underscore, also, but um, Instagram is where you'll find me. You'll, you'll see a lot of my, my work and stuff and, you know, my photography work, my press work and, and things like that, and my artwork. Boom, just like that, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here to hear first all the tea with the verse T, which is what Trillious music. and. Till it be like this, we New in New Language hieroglyphics. Lyrics copyrighted, so I'm locked in with the pen. While I repent, can me spent, cause I'm December Close my deficit. A million rocks shining. A million rocks shining. This is my time, I'm dreaming I and striving. Get behind him A million rocks shining. I'm Millie, shiny.
1: I got my pen, I'm locked in.